I wish I would have recorded that, but I didn't get it in time. What's up? <clears throat> How are you today? I'm fine. It's so fucking hot. Is it like 90 degrees out there too? Yeah, man. I like, yeah, my, my house is like the worst for like whatever you want it to be. It's the exact opposite. That's of such a good, that that's such a good selling point. Like for your, for your home, be like whatever you want a house to be. My place is the opposite. It really is. It's really bad. Um, like, like when it was like moderately warm outside, and we like didn't have any of the air or any heat on or anything, but the house was just fucking cold as shit, you know? So it was like, you wanted, you wanted the outside air, but now that it's super hot outside, the house is just an oven. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Where were you like a couple like weeks ago? Like, ugh, I don't know. It sucks. But I don't want to, I don't want to use any more money for the electricity bill and shit. So. I can't. I'm not going to turn the air on. That's such, that's like such a specific type of like cheapo, like dad style. Just to be like, I would rather be fucking miserable and have something to complain about than pay 35 more dollars a month and be moderately comfortable. No, this house is horrible at holding anything in. So it just like always goes. Oh, well, whatever. Our bill one time this winter was like $700. Jesus Christ. Just burn the fucking place down at that point. Just fucking burn it down. Yeah. So what's up with you? <laughs> Nothing, dude. I just fucking got out of the shower. That's why I'm fucking naked right now. Also, I like can't have my AC window unit on like while we record. So I'm going to get fucking sweaty. It's so oh. fucking hot in my apartment. I just took a shower. Yeah, me too. And when you take a shower and it's hot out, you come, when you come out, you know, you're like, you just heat up more for some reason. I mean, I like Uh taking, I mean, I just took like a kind of cold shower, like a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Anyway, great content. (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 no. This is, this is a really good intro. This is a really good intro. Um, did you see, I guess before we get started, there's, cause there's like, there's like a a decent amount of stuff to kind of talk about, but, um, they upgraded, um, Shalvin's. Uh, he's no longer doing third degree. It's a second degree murder now. Oh, I thought that I'm, I must be really dumb. Cause I only know that I only know first and third. What's second degree? Sorry. What you, you, you thought that they skipped second degree and just went from first to third. No, I just, uh, you know, I mean, there's, there's things that happen like that. Like in tennis, you know, they skip shit all the time. What? You know? No, that's. God damn it. Uh, second degree murder is basically like murder that wasn't premeditated. Um, that was intended to only cause like bodily harm and demonstrates an extreme indifference to human life. Isn't that manslaughter? I don't fucking know. Let's see what the definition of manslaughter is. I thought manslaughter was just third degree. Manslaughter is the crime of killing a human being without without malice afterthought or otherwise in circumstances not amounting to murder. Oh, like a car crash. Yeah. It's like drunk driving. You normally get manslaughter. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or like, isn't, can't you also get charged with manslaughter? Like if you own a gun and then like your kid takes your gun and like shoot somebody with your gun, but you didn't like lock up the gun or something. So it's like still kind of your fault. 
I think that depends on the state, you know. But like in and theory. Also, like a bar fight is kind of I don't know. I guess a bar fight would be second degree. But usually bar fights are are manslaughter. Yeah, isn't that like what fucking um Nicholas Cage got charged with and Con Air? Yes. Oh, so I, was, I thought you meant like in real actual, life. Really? Um, you know, I've never seen Con Air. That is should be a statement that gets you charged with second degree murder. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard really good things. That is absolutely ridiculous that you've never seen Con Air. Well, there's Con Air. Is that the one with also Kurt Russell? Is he in that too? No. It's John. What Ma- am I? Like Escape from New York? I have no idea. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Those are completely different franchises, although they both kind of have like mullets in it. So I guess like they kind of do look the same. They also came out around the same time, you know? I don't think they did. I'm pretty sure that Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. came out way before Con Air came out. Dude, I'm going to say it. I fucking love Nick Cage. Whoa, dude, you're so fucking brave. You're so brave and you're so strong in your conviction that you're just willing to say what other people want. <laughs> kind of. Everybody fucking rags on that guy. I like a lot of his movies. Even the shitty ones, like Face Off. Like, I could watch Face Off all fucking day. Face Off is like one of his better movies. And Snake Eyes. Hold on, but Face Off doesn't make any fucking sense because they only switch the face. It's like your whole body's the same. Like, doesn't she notice the fucking cock is different? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. That I they have... thought that that movie could just pass. I don't fucking know. Hold on, I gotta do the thing. We're the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's gonna put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, I'm never gonna have sex again. Alright, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. What 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 the fuck is that? I don't know. That was my um that was my little uh contribution to that but um it kind of sounded like jackass that 100 percent was like the jackass guitar riff you yeah i guess idiot. It is, yeah. we're gonna get sued by bam margera's ghost <laughs> i don't think he gets gets sued for doing your own take on it right well i don't know how parody law works yeah but have you been following any of the um like really anything that's happening in the world or are you just still kind of stuck in your own little world? <clears throat> I was thinking about buying a subscription to Jacobin, like getting an actual magazine in the mail. I think that would be fun, but no. <laughs> yeah. That's not even an answer to my fucking question at all. <laughs> I totally forgot what you asked, but um, I, I guess you asked something and then I, I, uh, I think I responded with how I would like to be informed. You realize that Jacobin isn't a news publication. It's like a DSA thing, right? They're affiliated with the DSA, but they're not like the printed. They're not like a part of the DSA. They have four issues a year. What? They have four issues a year. What does that have to fucking do with the DSA, Jordan? I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I just keep hearing everybody talking about it. 
Yeah. You know? So I was like, Jacobin's like the leading socialist publication in the country. And they're closely, uh, they work closely with the DSA, but they're not like affiliate, like officially part of the DSA. Um, well, but there's a I've lot never, of like overlap between members. I've never delivered any in my area. So I guess nobody in my route is a fucking Jacobin person. Yeah. No shit. How is that surprising? I don't know. I thought there'd be like, you know, I don't know, one or two. No, Jacobin's not like a big enough like publication for it to be kind of like a common occurrence and like uh, your typical like leftist household, you know? Yeah. I guess in my area, it's the New Yorker. That makes sense. <laughs> I like the, fuck, like the Atlantic or whatever. I like the Atlantic. The Atlantic is fucking douchey as shit. I like the Atlantic. I like Vanity Fair. God, that that sucks. <laughs> that just that that sounds fucking obnoxious. What Vanity Fair is good. Vanity Fair is fucking annoying. You don't know anything about it. You think it's like a fucking. It's like all over the place. They got, you know, Larry David's daughter fucking writes for them. Oh whoa! I like them now. Cool, Larry David's daughter. Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah, we, I had like a bunch of stuff written down to talk about, but then like everything changes so fucking quick that, um, it is, is really fucking hard to, uh, to really follow anything, but, um, fucking, so Twitter has been like allegedly taking down a lot of protest footage. So like, obviously like there's protests happening every day, um, around the country in most cities Uh and, um, they stay peaceful for a while and then inevitably like violence breaks out. You know, the, the cops start tear gassing people and uh, rubber bullets and, you know, arresting people and shit. Um, and I don't want to really get into the gore porn about like all the different people who have been fucked up, but like little kids are getting fucked up. Like adult, like everyone is getting their shit rocked by the cops at these fucking protests. Like it's, it's pretty fucking gross and it's really fucking crazy. But, um, Twitter has been allegedly taking down like a lot of posts about police brutality, like videos and pictures and, and firsthand accounts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I guess today, today's, uh, what, Thursday, the 4th of June. Wait, wait, why are they doing that? I don't know. Do you think it has anything to do with like what Trump's trying to do? No, I doubt it. I think that it like they just don't want to that be used to like incite violence. Like they're afraid of of dealing with, you know, that's going to make it worse. Well, it is making it worse. Fucking Zuckerberg today said that uh, he's willing to take down like videos that show state violence. What? So like he is willing to like take down posts that talk about like police brutality and stuff. Why? Because re- these fucking companies, I I'm assuming are thinking that it will increase unrest and their way to try and, and quell the riots and to like limit their participation in the civil unrest is to not allow people to show accurate depictions of how the police are acting in these situations, I guess. That's a terrible take. 
Yeah, it's an awful take because they're they're protecting the police and they're protecting the state and they're they're limiting the information that their users are getting about what's going on in the world or in in the country or in their community or you know however localized you want to get. It. When did Zuckerberg get so, you know, conservative? You know, when I he mean, got he's always, rich. Yeah, I guess so. But he's always been like, you know, all those tech guys have always been like, you know. Not left, of course, but just, you know, moderate and like they've always denounced Republicans, it seemed, you know, I mean, not really. They they're young and they want to be hip and cool. So in order to be like hip and cool, you got to kind of like be a like outward facing Democrat or whatever and be like, fuck you, old man. We're young. I don't wear fucking shoes in my office. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but then as soon as that fucking check comes in, like. They're like we gotta keep this coming. No, but yeah, I, you, always, I don't get. I, I just don't understand being rich, like filthy rich, like Mark Zuckerberg. If I was Mark Zuckerberg, I would sell all my shit and like just live off what I have. I mean, he's got to have like got to be worth so much money that like if you sell all that stock, you're good to go, dude. You and your next like four generations are probably good to go if you're smart about it. If you're not gonna like have a mansion in every fucking city, you know, well, he's, every fucking state. he's a household name because of his wealth. And he's one of the most powerful people in the country because of his wealth. He's not going to give that. You don't like give up that station, but don't you want to be the best way to be liked and rich is to like, not be like, not be in the public eye, like at all ever. And then like every once in a while, like throw your, throw some money in a charity or something. No, or you, like- you, you throw crumbs around, but crumbs to you are full meals to other people. And so it looks like you're being super generous, like Bill Gates and shit. Like the amount that he actively donates and like actively gives to various communities is such a small portion of like his, his like actual wealth. But it's a lot of money to us. So we see that number and we're like, holy shit. Like, He's like really generous. He's a really good guy. He gives out so much money, but like it's comparatively, it's not that much money at all. Right. Um, how did my thing is if I, if I had as much money as Bill Gates, like I would be walking down the street, just handing out money. Like, I think that would be fun, you know, to hand out like 10 grand here, 10 grand there. Like that would be so fucking cool. You could like make a show out of it. But that's know? why you would never be a rich guy. Because part of being a rich guy is is just hoarding that wealth and like almost being like like autistic to the point where the only thing that you can like focus on is like acquiring more capital and like you have no other like real functions in your brain. You're just like yeah. hyper focused on that kind of stuff. Have you ever watched like Mr. Beast videos on YouTube? No, what the fuck is that? This guy is like rich as shit and he fuck he fucking does things like give shit away and like give houses to people and like like he gave a house to a homeless person and paid for his whole like first year of like property tax and all that kind of shit. Like I don't know. He just like does that type of shit. That's the shit I'd be doing if I was fucking Mark Zuckerberg. If I was if I had that kind of money, I would I don't know. Have you seen all the the, the memes? that go around where it's like global poverty would cost 20 billion to get rid of. And, uh, 
Mark Zuckerberg has 60 billion, which means he could solve world hunger three times over. Fuck that dude. Yeah, but who do you give that money? Who do you give 20 billion to to solve it? It's got to be a whole thing. Like that's probably what it takes to solve it, but it it comes from all different areas. Like you'd have to figure out exactly where those areas where that needed to be donated to are. You know what I mean? Like you can't just it's not like you give 20 billion blanketly to something and then it magically works, you know. Yeah, I always like that part of the those like weird conversations people have where it's like Bill Gates has enough money to give every single household $10,000 a year for the rest of their lives or whatever. And it's like, I don't know, but, but no, but like, like within that, it's always just like really funny because it's like, okay, so is this dude going to have to write out like 300 million checks, like for every single person or like is would the government, like would he just like give the money to the government and, and trust them to be like, make it work, like figure this shit out. But, but you know, yeah, I don't know. Um, fucking. I know if I had that money, man, I would be a fucking nomad. Like, and I'd be one of those annoying ass nomads that fucking. Like, you already fuck? are an annoying ass nomad, dude, because you talk so much about van life that just. Yeah, but I'm not doing it yet. Yes, I'm that's not... why it's even more annoying because you bring it up all the time. Well, I'm just saying. Well, it doesn't count because I'm not there yet. We'll see what happens when I'm there. Yeah, you're this annoying and you're not even there yet. So I can't imagine how annoying you're going to be when you actually are like a weird neo-hobo. You're the one who brings up my van life situation. You brought it up like three times. I don't bring it up. You've brought it up multiple times. You brought it up more than me, you know? Because you just like to make fun of me and my fucking boat situation. That will never not be one of the funniest things. And you know (laughs) it. Yeah, well... So, um, with everything that's happening in the country right now, you know, all, all the uh, civil unrest and, and how the government is, is reacting to it. Um, mm-hmm. it's funny because what's happening here, if this was happening in any other country, the U S would be having serious talks about stepping in to intervene. Like imagine. Not, I think so. Oh, 100. You are full of shit. If you don't think that like. If we didn't, we didn't do anything about Hong Kong. Well, yeah, because they're, because it's China. We don't want to do anything involved with China. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said anywhere else in the fucking world. Yeah. Not say anywhere else in the fucking world. That shit was but happening. But also the, the thing with China is different than what's happening here. And also it's a lot more people involved if you really want to start splitting hairs about it. But okay, we can even, we can even bring up Hong Kong in here right now. And yes, so many people in the United States were talking about how we should be doing something. Yeah, but not the government. The government didn't say jack shit. Yes, because our government wouldn't do jack shit about that happening anywhere. I'm talking about if it's the whole point is that I'm I'm curious to see what other countries around the planet are thinking about what's happening here. And if anyone would ever try to intervene with us in the way that we try to intervene with everybody else. But like in the Revolutionary War, like asking for... No, like it fucking like in stabilizing the Middle East or anything. Like part of the whole reason why we go to places around the world... No, I know. But are you saying it's... You're wondering what other people are like intervening to help us? Like, 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 like the BLM movement? 
and that kind of stuff? Or are you talking about... If you look at it for bare bones that the American government has turned on its people and we're being suppressed in all these different ways and we're being attacked in all these different ways and there's all these human rights violations happening and like maybe war crime stuff going on. There's like all this crazy civil unrest and the police are turning on its own people. If this was happening in any brown or black country, America would seriously be considering intervening. Because we've done this kind of stuff before. Yeah, well, but they would do it, they would do it under the table, right? They would like, you know, give weapons to someone or, you know. And also the Hong Kong thing, like a lot of Americans were supporting the Hong Kong situation on like the Chinese side. What? Like who? There were a lot of people on the internet who like were very much supporting China in quelling the unrest in Hong Kong. Dude, those people were shut down by like the gaming community and stuff. Like, like anyone that came out for China was like getting their ass handed to them. Like, of course there's always going to be people on either side of anything, but I mean, I think the overwhelming voices were in favor of Hong Kong. You'd have to be a fucking idiot not to be. Most people are fucking idiots, but like, yeah. Also, I don't think that, uh, I mean, America would never get involved with Hong Kong. Quick, you know, like they wouldn't get involved with Hong Kong as quickly as they would with like a poor nation because we are like not afraid of China, but we have our current relationship with China. So that would like mean a war that like we wouldn't want to get into. But I feel like if this keeps on escalating and like another country or like the UN or someone like try to intervene and be like, all right, like the American government has to fucking stop. Who would it be? Canada? Probably be the (laughs) UN. Yeah. You think so? But they wouldn't. Yeah. And I don't think that they would come in with like boots on the ground, but I think that they would like, I think that a lot of Trump trying to distance us from like the international community is to prevent them from having leverage in terms of intervening in our domestic affairs. Cause if we're not doing a lot of international trade, then they can't really pull really big sanctions on us. So that was, you know? Yeah. Sorry. There's a, bu- there's a buzzing. I'm trying to like get rid of that somehow. Do you hear that? No, I can't hear anything. Okay. Well, if you can't hear it, then we're good. Or I guess I can a little bit, but like it's, it's not worth like you freaking out about. It'll okay. Just be yeah. Well. <laughs> Nothing. You derailed it by moving your fucking computer around. I know. I was just making sure. I don't want to ruin the whole episode by like fucking buzzing and shit, you know? I mean, this is such a good episode already. Don't want to ruin this hot, this hot episode, this good ep. Um, I know a dude who is in the army and he posted a thing about how... Uh, the cops are the ones who are like directing the army personnel on the ground to like be aggressive when they show up. And the army's just like, what? And the army's like, uh, this isn't, this is stupid. And again, this is like just like one dude's take, but I thought that was really funny. Well, I think the, uh, yeah, I think the army is like, you know, more split than, you know, the police. I think, did you see that Mattis thing? General Mattis coming out and condemning Trump or whatever. Yeah, I saw that he like said that this was stupid or that he wasn't going to support the army like turning its guns on people and using live rounds or whatever. 
And is that happening though? I don't know. I mean, nobody's been shot, right, with real bullets yet. I I I don't know. I mean, there's so heard- much. I I mean, I don't think I've heard anything about it. There's just so much stuff happening all over the place, and everyone's saying that everything's fake. And it's just like it's hard to kind of tell what's going on right now in a lot of like the smaller areas. So I don't fucking know. But I a lot of the stuff that Trump keeps on threatening just is fucking ridiculous because it like he legally can't do it. And I think that that's why everyone's so tense. I think that's when there we would actually have some international intervention would be like, well, there's a constitutional crisis. For sure at that point. But that's the thing is like he's really towing that line of like a constitutional crisis. And if we got to that point, then like shit would hit the fan. I I like I had heard stuff where there's like politicians, like not ones on like the national stage, but like state people who have like said that they are going to attempt to reach out to the UN to see if they can like get involved and like bring over like peacekeeping type of stuff or like investigatory committees and stuff to like help figure out a solution to like these problems. Yeah. I mean, and people that were like kind of like moderate on my family side have like made a little group chat and like, man, they just hate Trump now, you know, he's losing his base every day. The person on my, the only person on my family that likes Trump is my mom. Everyone else is like behind her back. We have this group thing just like, really angry about this situation you know so i think you're right this is pulling a lot of people that were like on the edge like fully over to like not supporting them anymore yeah have you seen the the kids doing the george floyd photo challenge no where it's like people kneeling on each other's necks and taking photos of them like laughing and smiling that's disgusting those people should be like fucking get their ass kicked yeah they should that's been it's, like, it's a shame that we have to fucking share this country with those type of people yeah no it's uh there's a lot of pieces of shit out there there's people who have been sharing uh the white just white blocks white squares in order to uh have some sick commentary on the black squares being posted and now have you seen any in your like in your instagram feed like for your, your people that you follow? I know one person who did it and I did not get to see it because they immediately took it down because they got called out super hard for it and they thought they were just being funny and trolling. Is it someone I know? Yes. I'm not saying their name. I'll tell you after we stop recording. I think I know who it is. You probably do. Um, but they, Yes. Um, yeah. And they thought that it was like very funny. And then immediately got like slammed for it. Jesus. And then doesn't just, better. Anyway. No, he doesn't know better because of who this is a very, okay. I'm not going to mention this person, but this is like something that is sort of relevant and important. It is very easy for people to fall into bad habits depending on who they're around. And so mm-hmm. it won't. And like, depending on where you're from or like where you live, like the urban population is completely different than like the, the country or the suburban population. So, you know, in a lot of areas, like people aren't from the city, they move to the city to like 
you know, hang out. And then sometimes they end up going back home, which is like in a more rural setting. And it's very easy to like be back in that rural setting and hang out with like more like suburban conservative type of people. And then you slowly start thinking like that and slowly start like normalizing like their viewpoint to the point to where you either are sympathetic or you're like all about it or you at least don't care. Right. And you see that happen a lot with people when they like, and that's, that is just the human condition. It's just like, how can you, it's okay to just like sway a little bit here and there to gain like things from everywhere, but you just got to keep yourself in track and like, what are your core principles and like hold on to those always, you know, because that person that we're talking about, you know, hasn't always, he, there's, there's definitely a time where he would have never have done that. Yeah. I mean, this isn't about that person anymore, but like, especially if you're someone who is like susceptible to influence or like you can take in, you can be taken over by like another strong personality, like around you. Like it could be very easy for you to like move back home and find a new best friend. And then you find out your new best friends, like kind of fucking racist. And then you sort of slowly become kind of fucking racist too. Cause you only hang out with a bunch of kind of fucking racist people. Mm-hmm, for sure. And then before you know it, it's three years later and you're just very openly kind of racist. And then you go back to hang out with your friends from five, six years ago. And they're like, what and the you fuck? You have a dude? tattoo on your chest. And like, oh, God, you know. dude. Okay. I haven't told this story yet. This is fucked up. So, like, a person who I grew up with, like, grew up with, like, lived on the same street as me, like, known him since we were like three, four, like, two years, like, babies, like, little, little, little. He ended up going to jail a couple years ago um, for fucking fentanyl, which was so f- like it was just fucked up. Um, and he fucking ended up joining the Aryan Brotherhood in prison because he which, ar- to be fair, you kind of have to because he already had a fucking swastika tattoo. Oh, he already had. Yeah. Before he went in the jail, because he got drunk. And got a swastika tattoo on his back as a joke and then woke up and and then woke up and was like, oh, fuck. Like, you seriously gave me a swastika tattoo. And then before he could get it fucking removed, he went to fucking jail. And, oh, my God. And so he fucking showed up in jail with a fucking swastika tattoo. And started getting his ass whooped by like every other gang. So he like had to join. Well, you know what I would do? No, 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 no. Sorry. He did. He didn't have a swastika tattoo. He had an SS tattoo. He had the SS lightning bolt tattoo. And he tried to say that it was because one of his family members was German and like served in the army. And it was like, uh, in remember, yeah, like a heritage, not hate thing. But he got it when he was drunk and it was like, okay, dude, this but then he ended this, up getting a swastika tattoo in prison. This is what I would do in that situation if I was him. And, you know, I would say to everyone, look, I only hate the Jews because none of the Jews are going to be in prison. You know what I mean? There's not many Jewish people in prison. Jesus Christ, Jordan. So <laughs> I'm just saying you don't want to get your ass kicked. So you try to you try to tell everyone. Well, I guess you would you would elbow the white people being like, I'm just kidding, you know, because you want to make sure they don't kick your ass either. Right. I mean, you're in that situation. You got to do something. 
right? Well, he did. He just joined the fucking Aryan Brotherhood. But then, like, when he came out, he, like... What happens when you do that? Nobody fucks with you, right? Is that the thing? I mean, you gotta do whatever the fucking gang wants you to do. Like, stick cocaine up your ass and shit? Whatever they fucking ask you to do, you gotta do it. So, if they're gonna have a fight, you gotta participate in the fight. Smuggling drugs, doing stuff for them on the... Like, when you get out, you know? You have to, like... You're in... Uh, get out? That's not fair, dude. That's the whole fucking point is like you're like they the members that are on the outside while you're inside will help you. But then you have to do, you know, like it's you're in for life. So what what's his situation now? Is he still in jail? No, he's out. I I didn't even know that he had joined the, the Aryan Brotherhood. I like saw him at a bar back home like a year ago or something. And is it was, it, huh? Is he freaking out no. about his whole life? No, he doesn't fucking care. What did he go to jail for? Selling fucking fentanyl. Oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah. It's it's not for just getting that tattoo. No. <laughs> and, Jesus. like, I saw him, and he told me that he had, like, joined the Aryan Brotherhood. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucked up. And he, like, explained the situation to me, and I was like, that's still fucked up and fucking stupid. And then he well, was you- like, well, I'm not, like, super racist, but... It is kind of fucked up that the Jews run everything, you know? And I was like, dude, no, your like weird, <laughs> soft anti-Semitism is not like a pass for you to not be called a piece of shit for like joining the Aryan Brotherhood. That's not soft anti-Semitism. That's like full anti-Semitism. Yeah. I would say soft anti-Semitism is my rhetoric. Is everything that you say about Jews on this show? No, dude. I was, I was, I was, you know, that story I was Look, we, we were talking about a story like if you had that tattoo and then you had to go to jail, what would be your situation? You know, <laughs> you would just have to figure out who's not in here with me. You know, how often do Jews go to jail? Doesn't Again, like a- soft anti-Semitism. <laughs> soft. Yeah. Light. Anti-Semitism light. <laughs> oh, God damn it. But the whole point of me bringing that shit up is like that was like kind of a prime example of like being put in this situation with a bunch of other like racist people like in general where you like kind of toe that line between like I'm not really racist but like I kind of am and then as soon as he got thrown in the jail he had to make that decision and he immediately went like yeah I'll just be racist while I'm in here well he would have died if he didn't right I mean what's the other what's the other option uh, just you just gotta fake it till you make get it. Get into right? a fucking fight, yeah. like just like every day. I don't fucking know. And you get out and you fucking escape the country. I mean, that's kind of your fucking punishment for getting an SS. I mean, that's like the thing too is like if you're gonna get a fucking SS tattoo or even like not that extreme, yeah. like if you're gonna fucking like post a bunch that's- of racist shit on the internet and then like freak out when people want to beat the shit out of you, like what the fuck are you doing? The SS tattoo, yeah. I mean, I don't even know why we were in having a debate about anything else like that's the number one first mistake you know yeah you just don't get that yeah i was drunk and i wanted to honor my granddad or whatever what could you turn that into and make it something else anything just block it out just put a black box over it yeah but no i mean that shit like that happens to a lot of people and it is it's like really sad when you run into someone from a long time ago and they're like, you talk to them and you're like, Oh fuck. You're like kind of racist now, but you like, don't think that you're kind of racist or you're like making excuses for yourself being like a bigot. Well, you have to make excuses because when you run into people that are 
just average normal, like they're unaccepting of that type of view. So you have to make excuses in, until you're with your buddies. You know what I mean? Anytime you go outside of your buddies, you have to always be making excuses. But when you're back with your buddies, you're fucking, you're on it, dude. You're fucking saying the N word, all kinds of shit, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's really gross. It's really weird, like trying to have conversations, not even like, again, like not even people who were like that blatant about it, but people who were still kind of like pieces of shit or people who like, I mean, especially now it's like, I feel like talking to anyone in your family can get so dicey so quick because everyone's got a lot of opinions all of a sudden about like everything. Mm-hmm. And most of the conservative people that I kind of talk to or like have to talk to, like they will say shit because they don't get challenged in their normal life. You know, like a lot of the conservatives that I still know live in conservative areas and so like this is just how they talk around like their coworkers or their friends or their like spouses or whatever so then mm-hmm. if and even if i'm not getting super fucking radical about it or anything like really don't say anything interesting i'm just like no you're wrong or like that's no that's fucking stupid and then just watching them kind of like soft pedal back everything because like they kind of got like they know that what they're saying is like bullshit right like they're um with me, it never works because I'm so I'm so small and like unthreatening that people just like when I if I ever come at them like, dude, don't say that. I was like, shut the fuck up, pussy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I kind of yeah. say that to you with anything that you say. It's like <laughs> flick you on the nose. Yeah. But I was talking to a family member the other day and they like they called me and were like, did you get arrested going to those stupid fucking protests? And I was like, what the fuck? No, like. No, I didn't. I'm hanging out. And we started talking about like just what's going on. And they like to like kind of push my buttons because they think it's cool to like be like, I support the president. And if you don't, you're not American. Like that kind of rhetoric. Yeah. Well, where were they when Obama was president? Complaining the whole fucking time. And like the fucking I brought up the whole church thing (laughs) and he was like, well, you know that the president wanted to go assess the damage of that church. And I was like, no, he wanted a photo op, dude. Like, it's pretty clear that's what happened. (laughs) And then my family member was like, well, once they start destroying churches, like, I have no sympathy for them. Like, that's just inexcusable. And, like, I was just really thinking about that for, like, a while. And how so many conservative Fox News people, like, legitimately, like, that was, like, their, like, they try to pretend that, like, that was their breaking point and how they supported the protest up until someone mentioned a church. Yeah, that's kind of funny. And for me, I think that would be the best thing if the churches got burned down. I mean, that's... Not really, I guess. I mean, that's, like, dumb. That's just, like, dumb trying to get people riled up rhetoric, but, like... It's just funny how an institute because a lot of them are really beautiful, like the, especially the old historical ones. But the ones that look like fucking like modern school cafeterias, those can go. Well, yeah, I mean, like churches are like they're, some of them are pretty architecturally, but also like to be fair, like I'm not religious at all, but like, or you know, I'm not really religious or whatever, but like they are doing good in this situation for the most part. Like there are like a lot of like weird like 
conservative churches that are like being fucking lame. But like a lot of the churches that I've seen have been really trying to like up their community outreach and focus on that aspect of like being part of a church. So like, that's cool. Like I don't really like have anything against that. Like I know that like a lot of churches have been trying to act like safe zones for protesters, like what was happening in DC and shit. But like at the same time, it's just so funny how like an institution whose entire thing was fucking eradicating what we now would call minorities for not believing exactly what they believe in and like built their entire legacy off of just like violent, violent colonialism. Now, as soon as they're starting to get attacked by like minority groups, their supporters like, why would you ever do something? So, oh my goodness. Like this is so So bad. Yeah. Yeah. This is so disgusting and hateful and, and this is drawing a line and it's like, up until like 50 years ago, 60 years ago, this is kind of like what the church did to everyone. Yeah. No, for real. Like, yeah. They're just mad because, you know, black people are like just, I don't know, just, they're just mad because everyone's fighting back now, you know? Well, that, yeah, exactly. It's, it's freaking them out because white people are also standing up with black people and other minorities being like, yeah, that didn't happen back in the civil rights, like rights time for the most part. I mean, there were obviously white people, but it wasn't like this, this much of a scale. Like, you know, a lot of, there were still most, most white people were pretty racist back then. You know it's what interesting I mean? because back then it was very newsworthy and noteworthy. If your white relative was part of the civil rights movement, like helping promote civil rights but nowadays it's noteworthy and newsworthy if you're a white person and you are fighting against the civil rights movement that's happening like it's it's pretty cool how that has switched to where now like yeah and it just shows like the natural slow progression in time of naturally you know just getting into a, a better place you know just naturally it's happening you know do you think do you think because Trump is president that this is accelerated? Like if we had a Hillary yes. presidency, we wouldn't be in this situation at all? Yes, 100%. I so think, almost a, it's almost a good thing. I wouldn't go that far because innocent people had to die to get here. But like in the abstract, it has like accelerated the natural progression of like race relations towards like abolishing like white like the white supremacy like apparatus in this country. But I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a good thing that it happened due like as a reaction, as opposed to like came to like more like, as opposed to something that we came to like more organically through like peaceful legislation, if that makes sense. Like the yes. only reason we are facing it right now is because it's been thrown in our face and everyone's pissed off and they're freaking out. I also don't think that we would be here right now if it wasn't for the pandemic. I don't think that at all. I think yeah, the people were already pent up from yeah. the pandemic and pissed off already. And so this was, you know, the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. And it is interesting to see what, I don't know, like, I feel like we were probably 20 years away from something like this happening 
at like the slow way rate we were getting where like, you know, a black person gets killed and people protest and there's hashtags and there's viral videos. And then it kind of goes away after a couple weeks, like every other killing of unarmed black people in this country. Mm-hmm. But all of this is a reaction to the times that we're in and we're in these times because of Trump. And like, That's it's, true. it's unfortunate that like we've had to endure so much suffering as a nation because of Trump. And it is good that we have reached that tipping point and that we have like finally had enough or whatever. And we're acting, but like personally, I would have preferred that this came like not as cataclysmically, but I feel like that might be wishful thinking because this type of change doesn't happen without, it does brute I mean, force. And I realize that, but I'm reluctant yes. to say that this is like a, like the, the events leading up to this is like a good thing. And what is happening is like, yes, it is for the best. It is the inevitable conclusion. Um, but I don't want to say it's a good thing because there's a lot of bad things have happened to a lot of people. Let's say if there's a civil war, but let's take, take all the guns out of it. Just put everyone where they belong in the civil war, like from like on one side and on the other, who do you think there'd be more of? Like using union and confederacy. Uh, I guess you could use it like that, but yeah, just like, yeah. Like if we were to fight a civil war, not who would win, just how do you think there'd be more of us or more of, of them? I think that there'd be a vast majority of us, but the them would have an organized, they would be more organized and they would have a lot more resources because resources. Well, because the people who would effectively be them, the people who are like supporting the state right now, the people who are like supporting the status quo, the people who don't want this change to happen, the people who are like bucking up against Black Lives Matter are people with like a disproportionate amount of money or a disproportionate amount of like guns and weapons. That's so true. It's a lot of rich people and it's a lot of very armed people. And also, if you really want to break down like city versus uh, rural like populations and where they stand. Um, I would imagine a lot of the more uh, them people have a lot more land. So that's a lot more food too. That's true. You know? So civil war is not looking good for us. A civil war wouldn't be the same way that it was back in the day. It, I, I, I firmly believe if we get into civil war territory, it's going to be like the, um, French resistance during uh, Nazi occupation. Would you flee or fight? I don't know. It depends on, it would depend on a lot of different factors. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, like ideally, yeah, I would stay and fight. You know what I mean? But like realistically, like if I'm thinking about like family members and like that kind of stuff, like I don't know if I could be separated from some people and I don't know, like if I was to separate, like, I don't know if I could like be helpful 
like on the front lines if I was like also trying to make sure that like people who weren't on the front lines were around. Like I wouldn't want like loved ones to stay in like an active zone, but I I don't know if I'd feel comfortable like leaving loved ones like alone, you know? Well, they would flee and you would just be the one of the ones that stays and fights. I mean, I feel like, I feel like you'd be a pretty good resources on the side, you know, like, um, someone who kind of like tells people where to go. And I mean, yeah, like, again, like ideally like that would be something that would happen, but like realistically, like, I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I would, if I would want to be in right. that situation, I would definitely do something. I would definitely do as much as like, I felt like I could, but my top priority would be like taking care of like the people that like either I care about or like who need to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Plus I feel like the people that would stay and fight are people that like might actually like this country in general. But that's know? the thing too, is it, it wouldn't be like a stay and fight or flee and not fight situation because it would be all guerrilla warfare. That would be the only thing that would ever work. If you want to really get down into like, what a revolution would look like. It'll be a lot of like tech based digital warfare. And then like, just like throwing bombs in buildings and shit. Like you're not going to take them on like in the streets, like have a fucking firefight because they have so many resources. That's been a fucking crazy part about watching all this shit, like go down, like seeing it in person is fucking crazy. Like I haven't been there when like violence broke out, but like, I've seen like the riot gear and like the fully armed motherfuckers and like all the tanks and shit that they have. Mm. That shit costs so much money. It is staggering how much money is allocated for police and for like policing efforts versus how much money is put into education and healthcare and shit. Nurses so, have yeah, to wear fucking yeah, trash bags and these cops are out here looking like fucking RoboCop. Yeah, no, for, for real. And that's a huge issue. I wish people would pay more attention to that. You know, pretty much every, for every dollar you fucking pay taxes to, like more than half of that is going to something like law enforcement or fucking the military, which is just insane. I mean, can you imagine what we'd do if our military was like, even because even at half its strength, it would be the most powerful military in the world. Well, it's fucking it's it's credit where credit's due. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of Democrats who are really pushing for defunding police legislation and demilitarizing police legislation. Mm-hmm. Not gonna knock it. Like, I mean, Democrats are fucking failures. They will fuck it up. They will make it not work. But like, I can. No, I mean, yeah, because even even when we have control of the House, the Senate, and the President uh, and the Executive done. Branch, nothing we always done. fuck up. Nothing will get done. Nothing ever gets done with them. They're fucking idiots. But. It's cool that that's being uh, talked about on like the national stage, like defunding police and and stuff. Fucking Gavin Newsom tried to do some bullshit where he was like, "I'm taking a hundred million dollars from the cops and giving them to some organization." Like it might even have been Black Lives. Or it wasn't Black Lives Matter. I think he just was like putting it aside for like minority something in California. And everyone's like, "Dude, he's giving a hundred million dollars. That's great." <laughs> and then someone was like. Yeah, the cop budget in California is like $4 billion, so he gave like 5% or something. Right. Like, it's not, it's it's that whole like crumbs thing again. Like, yeah. if you wanted to actually be, you know, a big baller about it, like, give $2 billion to like 
minority based groups and like funding opportunities in California and take all that away from the cops. Yeah. Um, I agree. It's been so tight seeing uh, how many people have been posting about the end of policing that like Verso ebook that they're giving out for free right now. I didn't see it. Yeah. They're, they're giving out a free copy of that digitally. And um, it's been really cool hearing a lot of people talk about like, abolishing police because like when people hear that they think that it means that like oh there will be no cops and thus criminals can just do whatever they want but like that's not what that means that's like not what abolishing the police means it's not that there will be no consequences or like accountability or anything it's just completely about reallocating sources to prevent crime before it happens as opposed to waiting for crime to happen and then just like forcing people into slave labor essentially. Right. Yeah. And there should be no private prisons just hands down. I mean, I don't really think there should be any prisons in general, but like that's a conversation for another time. Um, but it is kind of funny with the whole money thing and cop thing. Cause a lot of cops, like I think it's in New York, like they're mandatory 12 hour shifts, seven days a week, every cop. You don't get a day off anymore and you're working 12 hour shifts. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's actually not, I mean, that's not good for them. No, dude. I mean, they can't, it is they can't. fucking hilarious because it, we are going to be getting to the point where we literally, all we have to do is outlast the cops and there are so many more of us than there are of them. Yeah. If these cops aren't getting days off and they're having to pull double, double time and like overtime and shit, like that was a thing that, that the cop that I know sort of was alluding to was that like, or not the cop that I know, the, the soldier that I know who had to work with the cops. Cause he was just saying like, everything was fucking peaceful and fine. And then once it got late and these cops had already been outside for like, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 hours and they're getting antsy and they're getting pissy and cranky and hungry and tired. And that's when the fucking nightsticks come out because the dude's like, I want to go home. Right. You know, and then they shoot and a fucking uh, child in the face with a rubber bullet. And is that what the state wants too? Like they, they, it seems like they just want this kind of violent shit to go down for some reason, you know? I mean, I think that you can look at it like exactly that, where it's like, if you have these cops irritated and these cops pissed off, they're going to be more trigger happy, which is what a lot of politicians is the is the cop union allowing this? Like, is that who's doing this? Because all I know is they're doing it in fucking New York, the mandatory thing. And I know that a lot of other states and cities have been very like, everyone has to work overtime. Like you, like we need everybody we can get whenever. Like you guys have to come in pretty much all the time now. And they're like getting paid for it, but like this is going to drain so much of their of their capital, like so much of their their money is going to go towards paying all this overtime because as soon as they stop paying these cops, if they make these cops work this much and don't pay them overtime, then they'll fucking quit. That's going to be why more cops quit. There's going to be more cops who quit, not because they don't agree with what's happening. They'll quit because they're not getting fucking paid. Well, we already saw that there wasn't there a time where like during some strike or something, there were, I don't know. There was definitely a time where like people were working without getting paid still, you know, for some reason. Yeah. Like they, referees they and like, you know, Oh, was it that? There were definitely like referees who weren't getting paid in like the NFL. 
and like the writer strike and stuff. That's not what I was thinking about because that's like a lot less important. I hope that I hope that it was exactly what you were talking about. I mean, like I would expect a firefighter or um, like a medical first responder to work for no pay before I would ever expect a cop to. You would expect that? If if I had to pick between those three categories, firefighter, cop, and then like, uh, I'll call him like a fucking doctor. Although I mean like any healthcare, first line, frontline healthcare person. Yeah. Cop is the only one who I could almost guarantee would not do their job for free. They would walk off the job if, if their boss was like, hey, you guys aren't getting paid for last week. Yeah, I, I would I would say that too. Yeah. 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 They have that mentality sometimes. Yeah. Especially in places like Boston. it's I mean it's it's just it's not gonna fucking end well like there's gonna be a lot of violence and a lot of shit go down before anything changes and the only reason that I'm I have any like conflicting feelings about it is like obviously like there needs to be any revolution or any change like this is going to come uh, with violence and destruction my issue with all of this, you know, there's a lack of organization, so it's hard to get people to really see what the movement wants. Like we dance yeah, around, Fox News saying they don't have any demands, you know, and like that's a dumb take, but it's like a, a realistic take because like there needs to be like a clear goal in mind and there needs to be like set boundaries and like almost like a mission plan in order for these type of things to be understood by the people on the other side so that they can understand what's going on. So like with a lot of the destruction stuff, like the damage of property and all this shit, like the reason that people are against it is because they see it as random violence and random destruction So that's why they're scared and that's why they don't agree with it. Anytime you hear someone who says that they don't agree with the the protest or they don't agree with the smashing of shit, the thing that they immediately jump to is they'll try to say small businesses or like innocent people or like blah, blah, blah. Like because they don't think that there's a clear message, like there's a clear plan as to what people want to smash up. Like if it was a thing where there were actual organizers like organizing every aspect of this. And they were like, we are going to destroy every single uh, big box store. We're, we're fucking, we are going to blow up every single target. Every single target's getting fucking blown up. And then targets started to get blown up. And then cops are now protecting target and cops are killing people over target. That's when like the people who don't give a shit will then be like, Hey, it's kind of fucked up. People are getting murdered over a target getting destroyed. Right. Yeah. Like, like the, like the priority is protecting this fucking stupid property. Exactly. And so as long as there's no clear divide as to what is off limits, then the people who don't agree with what's happening can use this blanket statement of saying that anyone and anything is on the table because there hasn't been a like concrete declaration of like, here are the things that we will sanction destruction of. And here are the things that we will try not to touch. Yeah. And 
I mean, has there been any like imagery or posters put out? I mean, I could I could make one if you want me to like do one and then you can like send it out. Yeah, as a as a brigadier general in Antifa, the organization that I'm a part of that I was Wait, recruited into and I have a membership card of a dues card of. No, I mean, fucking it's I'm saying we can like. I don't know. Make up a hashtag and try to get it out there, even though none of us are popular on fucking social media. That would be fun if we tried to do it on our Twitter that has one follower and it's me. <laughs> no, this is what's going to get the fucking government to start looking into us. So maybe we'll get popular that way. But no, like it's I don't know. Like, I really believe that like the the violence stuff that's happening is definitely necessary. And like it's what happens like the whole like break an egg to make an omelet. I never under like that metaphor was always stupid to me because like when you break an egg, you're only throwing away the shell, but you're still using the good stuff inside. So you're not really losing anything when you break an egg to make an omelet because that's what you need to do. But then like using that argument to be like break it, break some eggs to make an omelet when it's talking about like blowing up a building or something. It's like, well, I'm not using the resources from that building anymore. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I think you're you're thinking way too hard. <laughs> no, I think I am too. That would just, it's like all like those rhetorical questions, like the tree falling in the woods. Like, would it make a sound? It's like, yeah, it would, because it would any other time. Like, I don't know why we gotta make this like a big thing. Technically, if a tree falls in the forest and no animal is nearby to hear it, it does not make a sound because sound is the brain's interpretation of fluctuations in air pressure. Right. Well, yeah. That's a whole philosophical thing, you know. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. It's dumb because it would make a sound. But like it would make a sound, but if it doesn't get into anyone's ears or anything's ears, then it's not making a sound because it's not getting transferred into a brain and actually Yes. making that sound being performed. The waves are out there, but if it's not getting used to make sound then it doesn't really matter. That's dumb. It would make a sound. Wrong. <laughs> I'm the astrophysicist here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. You're the astrophysicist. You went to Oxford. Um, yeah. But no, I don't know. Like, within the, the, the whole discussion of destroying property, the only way that, that any message is going to get heard is if you impact people financially. The government, the people who make decisions, the corporations and stuff... They only care about their bottom line and finances. They don't give a shit about individual people. And that's just like how it always has been and like how it really always will be. Like, Do you think corporations, if like, let's say we started really destroying corporations and big cities and stuff. Do you think the corporations would say something to the cities like, hey, mm -hmm. we fucking invested a lot of money in your fucking city. Mm hmm. And uh, you need to, like, rein in your cops so that this shit doesn't keep happening. Um, I think that, yeah. I think that what would happen is if we, if we had a situation where there was that declaration of, like, we are going to destroy every of, like, every location of the following stores, right? And then that started to happen where every single Burger King was getting burned down or every single Wendy's or every single... Levi's or you know whatever AMC movie theater gets burned down what would happen is the people who who own these companies would go to the cities and and legit be like if you guys can't control your shit 
I'm getting like, we're just going to pull the fuck out. And then when things get rebuilt, like you will no longer have all these jobs and you will no longer have this tax revenue coming in from us providing all these jobs. And so you're just going to fuck over these people anymore. But like, if you guys can't come to a conclusion, like we have to pull out and in doing so, you're just going to piss off your people even more. Yeah. And we really got to do the big ones too, like Amazon. I'm like, I hope Amazon gets hurt by this. They won't at all. They're thriving right now because they're the only place you can shop. I mean, by the time this comes out, Maryland will have been open phase two. And I think some other places are starting to open up phase two soon also. So like, we'll see, but any type of change on that level is not going to happen until the lobbyists get involved and the lobbyists aren't going to get involved unless there's a serious negative impact on the larger like economic sector. So like, unfortunately the only way that you're going to get your voice heard with the quickness is going to be through negative economic impact. You know, like boycotts are cute, like calling for a boycott of Wendy's because like that dude donated a bunch of money. Like that's cute. Like that'll maybe people will do it, but most people won't. But if you physically make it so that no one can give them money, that company is going to be forced to then have a dialogue with the city or with the state and be like, we got to fix this shit now because we are losing money. And if we lose money, we are no longer going to be able to give you guys money. And then once the government starts not being able to get as much money from literally everything, then that's when they will start to enact legislation. Right. And that's the only thing that's a long way from there. Theoretically. I mean, it doesn't take that much effort to blow up a fucking building. (laughs) Yeah. But it needs to be a lot of buildings Mm -hmm. to be happening all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And nobody, like, people can't die from it. Yeah, I mean, it, it would take a lot of organizing for this to be done correctly, whatever that would mean. Like, and you don't want to blow it up because then if there is anyone inside, they'll die, you know? Instead of, like, if you slowly set it on fire, you know? Like, that's probably the better way to go. Not that I would do it. Well, so. yeah, I mean, this is all parody, but, like... Within that, like, yeah, I mean, obviously there's different ways to destroy a business or to make it so they can no longer, you know, make any money. But that's what would need to happen is like you would have to physically make it so that these different corporations and these rich people stop making money. They're the only ones that have real leverage. Like strength in numbers is a thing, but also like. Let's just say that we're not doing this. I mean, I'm I'm too much of a coward to do anything like this. So it's all parody. So we're fine. I just said parody. We're fine. Okay. Allegedly parody, all that stuff. But like, I mean, it, that's the only way that things are really going to change and stay changed is Mm -hmm. like, if you, they will care about their purse strings before they ever care about their heartstrings. Yeah. It's not like a morality thing that, I mean, fucking Rand Paul was like, he's still holding back a lynching an anti-lynching bill because he wants them to be more clear in their wording. Like that's the thing that's happening after that. While everything in this country is fucking happening, he's still being like, well, we need to uh, make sure we really define what lynching is and what it isn't. We got to really, you know, figure out what's going on here. And it's like, dude, like shut the fuck up. Lynching doesn't have to mean like a black person hanging from a tree. It could mean exactly what happened to George Floyd. Like that was a mm-hmm. lynching. It's a lynching. It was a lynching. And he doesn't want 
that legislation to go through the way it is. And it's not for, it can't be for a moral reason. Like it can't be for like, you know, anything like that. Like it has to be an economic thing. Like, what, what, what do you know what it says? What's no. that bill say? Like what's the no. main language? I don't know. I haven't fucking read it. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, it's not weird. It's very predictable. I mean, these people can pander. I mean, Democrats are like the best at pandering to their base, but like these politicians don't care about anything but fucking money. That's all they fucking care about. And that's the only thing that's going to really cause change. Yeah. And really, I mean, we just have to make it so like if you're in public office like that, like there's no way for you to make extra money. You only get paid what you're getting paid at from being a senator like we have to make lobbying illegal because then they wouldn't be doing any of this for anyone they'd they'd all have the and because and that the only reason it attracts people like sociopaths and things like that to that want to become rich off corporations is because they allow it can you imagine if we made lobbying illegal and like that you can't bribe any politician with any sort of money like if you can only get into office and make the money that you are making from just being a representative like the only people that would want those jobs are people that actually want to do something good or what they perceive as good you know what i mean yeah it's like fucking teachers yeah for real dude's fucking um yeah i don't know it's <sighs> it's like depressing to to think about because like there's just so much stuff going on and there's so many different layers to like what's happening and what could happen and like what should happen. I am not optimistic about anything, but I am having more faith in people almost daily. Really? Because I'm seeing so many more normies stand up for what they say they believe in and like trying to become active. Like every single day I'm seeing people who have never done anything political post or share or do something. And that's, that's a start. Like that's the first step, even just showing that solidarity, even if it is, you know, if that's all it is and that's all you're ever going to do is just like, share a fucking picture or whatever like it's something and it shows that people are coming around or people are waking up or whatever you want to fucking call it which is like cool as fuck it just sucks that the minority the shitheads in this are so fucking vocal like i don't think that i mean i think that the people who have the right idea in this vastly outnumber the people who don't, but the people who don't are the people who control everything. I also think there should be less demonizing of people that only post stuff on social media and are kind of silent in general, because a lot of those people that they're talking about who are like, like go out and do something. And if, and some of these people like will only like post stuff on their social media, they won't like actually do anything or you know, maybe they'll donate money, but they won't actually go out and protest. And that's simply because some people are just introverted. They're very shy. 
they don't have many friends, but they might feel for like, you know, I see, I just see a lot of posts that are just kind of like, get off your fucking ass and get out there or else you're, well, you're talking shit. about two different things. There's a difference between just sharing stuff on social media and there's a difference between giving money. Right. But I'm just saying like, um, like giving yeah. money is 100% doing something. And like, that is doing so much more than just sharing a picture. Right. But, but some people I've never are. seen one fucking person complain about people only giving money and not going out there. Cause a lot of people don't no, have no, money right I mean, now. That would be a weird, I mean, how yeah. would you even word that? But I, I'm just I mean, saying, there are people who would be like, like make fun of people for only sh sharing pictures and stuff. And like, I don't know. I don't really care either yeah, way. How, how does the person who's complaining about that even know if the person sharing a picture is donating money or not? They don't know. I mean, I mean unfortunately, be. a lot of people who donate money kind of brag about it. You yeah, know? but then, then, and then the people that donate money and then they show they donated money, then they get shit on like, you fucking moron, you, you're just doing that for the, like, you just want to feel good about yourself. And it's like, so what? They fucking donated, didn't they? Like, Leave them the fuck alone. Then. I mean, if we're being completely honest, the people who complain about other people's involvement in protesting or in the whatever's happening right now, the people who are complaining about it are not people who are fucking involved. Like they're just people who would complain about anything anyway. And they're also people who aren't doing anything. No actual like organizer or like active protester or someone who like is out here doing literally anything would shame you for not doing as much as them. That's fucking ridiculous. Right. You know, it's just like, I'm just saying the wording of some of the shit that I've seen on social media from the left to kind of criticize people that are obviously just voicing that they are on their side is just kind of shitty sometimes. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I don't think that anyone on the left is criticizing what anyone else isn't doing. If they're, even doing anything at all. Right. Like I don't, I like, I do not know a single person who, like I said, is actively doing shit. Who is like, it's fucking stupid that all you motherfuckers just want to go out here and share a picture, but I'm here on the front lines. Like that's not well, anyone who's just, actually on the left. That's people on the center being like, huh, huh, huh. you pussy say you care, but all you do is post fucking pictures. Like that's a right wing talking point, man. That's what right wing people say. I know like that's what all my right wing like friends on social media and people that I see on their post. Oh, you say you care so much about, you know, Black Lives Matter, but you don't go out to the protest. Did it like that's what the right says. The left doesn't say that. Yeah. So like to say that protesters are shitting on people who aren't protesting is not accurate at all. Like it's not the left that is, you know, dunking on people for, for not doing that much. It is people on the right and people on the center. Yeah. The okay. argument being, if you care so much, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. There's a lot of shaming. So I guess your, your argument is if they're actually people that are for the cause, they don't even have time to fucking worry about that shit. You know? I mean, it's not even having time. It's just like. You just wouldn't do that. Like, you just don't fucking do that. Like, it's just not part of, like, your worldview to be like, hey, everyone else who isn't doing what I'm doing right now, like, you're a piece of shit. Right. 
Yeah. Okay. Anyone who's like criticizing someone for not doing shit like isn't involved in any meaningful way. You know? Okay. That's like an opposition tactic. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not criticizing anyone. I'm just talking about what I see from some people. Yeah. But I think that the people that you see it from aren't actually on the left and you just think they're on the left because they say like a progressive thing or two. Yeah. I'm not going to have that stupid argument. I just mean people that are just vocal about their support for George Floyd, just people that are not fucking obvious, the people that are obviously not Trumpers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Um, We're like over time a little bit. I do want to bring up one last thing before we go. Um, Virginia's getting rid of their Confederate statues. They've been doing that. Well, now they're like getting rid of like the big Robert E. Lee one. They're like actually getting rid of everything soon. It's all coming down. Interesting. And I have a take that I don't think. Are they going to, are they going to rename Jefferson Davis highway? Mm. I would imagine they will eventually get to renaming stuff. Mm. I don't know if I've ever said it on the show, but when it comes to all the like removing statues thing, like removing Confederate statues, Mm -hmm. I think that they shouldn't destroy them but they should take them all to like one place and have there be like only one or two like dedicated Confederate memorials and have them just be completely separated from everything else. Well, here's the thing is like, I think we talked about this before the difference between monuments and memorials really, you know, one's putting one on a pedestal and one's just mentioning that this happened. And I don't think any of them that just are there as just a reminder that this battle happened you know, anything that's putting anyone on anything that's probably a person like a Robert E. Lee statue or a fucking Stonewall Jackson statue. Those are going to be ones that are putting these people on pedestals as if they were important or for a good cause. And those should be taken down. But if it's like a Confederate like like battle ground, you know, something that happened. Just a, like a Civil War spot. But those, but those, those statues aren't being taken down. Right. I guess markers for civil war battles aren't being removed. It's like statues of Confederate generals. Also like just events that happen. Like, so this is the building where like a, like a placard that talks about how this is the building where the Confederate people like met up and talked about doing some shit or but like that's a memorial and that's different than what I'm talking about, which is like a legit statue of like the great general Lee. Right. And I'm saying that those should not be this. I don't think they should be destroyed. I think they should all be taken somewhere and like be dealt with privately in the sense that like they shouldn't be paid to be maintained by, by taxpayer money, but also something that I really think people need to think about with this stuff is if you remove every way for them to every way for people to engage with this material and you move it underground, then it becomes way more dangerous, way more weaponized and just unregulated. So if you have it so that, you know, all these Confederate statues and shit are all in one place and you can go visit it and get your little Confederate bullshit cosplay shit on over here and then that way 
you don't have a rallying cry for people. Because if you remove all this stuff, then you're going to drive these people underground and it's going to be a way to radicalize other people. Well, I mean, there's a whole um, museum for the Confederates, not for the Confederates, museum of the museum of the confederacy in richmond virginia they should all just go there you know what i mean yeah um but there needs to be a place for them all to be because you can't if you out if you like effectively outlaw the veneration of confederate stuff which i don't agree with and i think that it's very problematic but if you push that shit far enough underground because just getting rid of those statues isn't going to erase people's opinions about it well, here's the thing. So in Germany, there's a lot of Nazi or there's a lot of Holocaust memorials, but there's no there's no monuments to Nazis. You know what I mean? And like, now look no- at what we have around the world. We have neo-Nazis because they've been driven underground. Yeah. And they weaponized but, it. But also these statues, it's not like a lot of them aren't state state sanctioned. They're actually they were actually funded and built by like the daughters of the Confederacy and some of them even KKK magazines had helped raise money to pay for some of these things. Yeah. And that's why a lot of them are getting when, when they are being removed and trying not, they're trying not to destroy them because they are going to place them in a museum or something. A lot of times they fall apart and are broken because they're actually made out of shitty material because they're kind of cheap. That was the whole thing with the dollars of the Confederacy, right? Is they like raised all this money for statues and then they barely spent any money on the construction materials. That's why they all just fall apart all the time. Yeah, like as soon as you start moving them, they just fucking crumble to the ground because they're made out of like concrete that you're supposed to like, you know, like quick crete. You know what I mean? Like they're just like terrible. Yeah. Now, my Um, whole point with all this is just at the end of the day is that like if we remove all this shit and then it goes underground, then it's going to be more dangerous than if we just like give them one little patch of just one little museum over there and then just continue to make fun of them and call them bigots and pieces of shit. But like, if you, if you drive it underground, then it's going to get, I semi agree, you know, it's going to get a little worse. Some of them should be in museums, some of them. And again, as long as it's not putting anything on a pedestal, even if it, even if it's a statue of that person and it talks about them, but it's not, it's literally saying all like the shitty things that they were standing for, but they might, you know, this guy was known as a great general, but this is what he stood for. This is what he, you know what I mean? And, and um, you know, and Robert E. Lee is kind of a weird one because even though he fought for the Confederacy, the only reason he did is actually because he didn't want to take up arms against his home state of Virginia because back then it was all about states, you know what I mean, rather than your country. Like you really, you thought of your state as your own country. And when Lincoln, Lincoln actually asked Robert E. Lee to fight for the Union Army, and Robert E. Lee was like, I can't because I, you know, I, Virginia's rising up and I can't take up arms against Virginia. You know what I mean? And he, I think he's, he's argued against slavery before in a lot of his writings. And, um, but he said, he says stupid things like, you know, but, you know, God allows it, you know, so, you know, he's just, he's, he's dumb, but, um, he's, a. Uh, He's a he's a gray area one, but he at the end of the day he fought to on the side that wanted to hold up the uh, institution of slavery. So yeah, duh. I I still just the whole point is that if you n- people are not, I know what you mean is, yeah. but I just want to go on a little rant. 
Oh, let okay. me go on my own little rant. There you go. Go on your little rant. All right. Well, let's end it on that cool note of Robert E. Lee not being that bad, according to Jordan. Um, no, 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 no. That's what that you said. Not. You said he exists in a gray area. No. Um, but, so I we're just, done. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. <laughs> um, we have a we have a website, bolshevex.com. Um, links to all of our social media that we're really bad at keeping up with, and our Patreon is there for five bucks a month. You get a um, bonus episode every week. You know, hit us up wherever. Um, yeah. Fuck Robert. I'm not going to end it on that because you said he was a pretty cool guy. Not fuck you. I did not.